0: Welcome to Following the Truth. Today is Friday, June the eighteenth. I'm so glad that you're able to stop by. You know, I got a chair for you right here. My name is Gary Zimak. and uh, today we're going to look at day five of Give Up Worry for Good. In addition to a few little um, little tidbits from the, the 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 mass readings today, the daily mass readings, a couple of Bible verses stood out, and I think it really they really tie in nicely. To, uh, to what we're talking about. But today's message is, and and you know what, this is so important. Right now, if you are struggling with anything, why do we worry? We worry because of a potential uh, potentially negative outcome for a situation, right? I mean, that's why we worry. So sometimes we can be praying, and it doesn't appear like God is listening to us or It appears that he's listening to us, but not doing anything about our problem. That's very frustrating, and we really need to be careful when it comes to to those situations because there are two things that can develop. Number one, we can begin to worry. Number two, we can become discouraged. And number three, that discouragement can even lead to hopelessness or despair, which is really not a good idea. But see, what happens is, and I think we need to be aware of this fact when we have those, those, those situations, when we are wondering, is God listening to us? The devil can get in our minds and discourage us. Discourage us. And one of, one of his favorite techniques is to make us think that our prayers aren't working, or that God's not listening, or what's the point in praying? Well, the point in praying is so that we have a relationship with God. If the devil can break that and make us stop praying, that's a big victory for him. So, so let's look today at why that's not a good idea and how the conclusion that just because God appears to be silent or that he isn't doing enough, that conclusion that he doesn't care or that your prayers aren't working is not necessarily correct. We'll look at an example today from Scripture, something that I highlighted in, on this day in Give Up Worry for Good that reminds us of the fact that sometimes God answers prayers gradually and He answers them in very small, subtle, easy-to-miss ways. And you know, once you start breaking through that, once you start recognizing the way that He does operate, now every now and then you get the huge miracle, the jaw-dropping miracle, but more often than not, that's not the way God answers our prayers. But once you start to recognize the way that he does work and one of the one of the best the best techniques to begin recognizing how god works is to look in the pages of the bible because there we see many practical real world examples that can help us to understand how god works so that's the topic for today and again make yourself make yourself comfortable pull up a chair grab a beverage grab a snack whatever you need to do to make yourself comfortable as we settle in to this program and begin to look at the give up worry for good reflection for day five. You know we're almost through the first week, isn't that incredible? I mean, you're doing a good job. I'm really proud of you. Hey, let's pray. Let's pray to our Father in Heaven right now before we go any further. Let's ask Him to help us. Okay, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for for being here for us. Thank you, Father, for for providing for all of our needs throughout our lives. You have been here for us. You have given us what we need. Otherwise, we would not exist right now. So thank you for that, Father. Father, I recognize here that you hear these prayers. I recognize that you love us with an unconditional love. I recognize, Father, that you are all-powerful. You are totally in control of not just my life, not just of the country, not just of the world, but of the entire universe. And that's always the way it's been, Father. You have always been in control. You always will be in control. And Father, because of that, we can trust you. We can trust you to handle all of our problems. We can trust you to always be here for us. And we can trust you that whatever way you will answer, And whenever you will answer, it's the best way. Father, we present to you all of our needs. You know what they are. Please answer them in the best way possible at the right time. And increase our confidence in you. Allow us to trust you more. Allow us to feel that trust for you. Father, I ask that you pour out your Holy Spirit upon us so that we can hear your words, and put into practice the message that you have for us today. But in order for that to happen, I need to to ask you to pour out your Spirit upon me so that I can deliver the message that you have for us today. Father, please do that. And we ask all of these things with confidence in the name above all names, your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever, and we all say, Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, I heard that last day, man. You're you're doing a great job. Um, Today, we wrap up the the week's worth of podcasts on following the truth. If you are a new listener, I want to let you know that it is such a blessing to have you with me here on the program, with all of us who are doing this Give Up Worry for Good summer program. We're just about to close out week one of the the program, and um, You know, just to refresh your memory, there is no podcast. I don't do this podcast on the weekends, but you can listen to The Gary Zimak Show, which is my weekly podcast, and that focuses on the Sunday mass readings. So if you want to, if you decide, hey, you know what? I really miss Gary this weekend. Well, you got The Gary Zimak Show to listen to. Not that you're going to think that way, um, but in terms of our Give Up Worry for Good program, don't forget you have the book. So just continue to follow the book. Uh, today is day five, and then tomorrow, day six, Sunday, will be day seven, which is our wrap-up. It's the weekly wrap-up, and we draw the first week to a close on Sunday, and then on Monday, we begin work week two of the eight-week program. So the way the way it's going to work is you will get emails tomorrow and and Sunday as well. So make sure you sign up for my daily Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled email so that I can send you my daily messages, which tie into the, the the daily reflection, give up worry for good. So you get the emails every day, right? And then Monday, you'll get your daily email. I'll do this podcast again. So we take the weekend, the weekend off for the Following the Truth podcast podcast. I just do that Monday through Friday. And then Monday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern time, I'll do the Facebook live session. If you have any questions, you want to talk about anything there, make sure you follow uh, Gary Zimek's speaker and author. Like that page and then you'll be able to find me there. I'll try to put in a link to it probably on Monday's email just to just to remind you. But make sure you you sign up for the the daily emails the best way to do that is to go to followingthetruth.com, which is my website, and just clink on the, click on the link or clink on the link <laughs> um, for uh, Give Up Worry for Good for our stress-free summer program. So that uh, then you'll be all set with that. But I think it's going well. Judging by the feedback I'm getting, you're on board. I'm looking at, um, at book sales. So the book is selling well. Praise God for that. And, and I really think we all need this during the summer. The one thing I'm going to keep urging you, you'll see that on the program today, is don't push God. don't 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 force his to try to force his hand. Don't think he is not working fast enough because that's uh, we get ourselves in trouble that way when we try to force God to do something. We want to, we want to let his holy Spirit work according to his schedule, you know, just because it's not happening quick enough. And look, I have this tendency. I have this tendency to do that. So therefore, I know what it can be like to try to push God, to try to make things happen. We're supposed to do what we can, but we really do need to let him work. And it's, it's tough. It's tough. And today we will talk about how we can find and identify these signs sometimes these little signs that the lord is working in our lives now before we do that i mentioned that um oh you know what this would be a good time to to tell you this while you're listening to the program i i mentioned this on facebook and i will be advertising it in the daily email in my daily email probably next week sometime but you know, or you may not know, I'll I'll tell you if you don't know, I I do parish missions. I give three-day parish missions around the country. I've done it for close to 10 years now. One of my most popular ones is give up worry for Lent. Well, I have three weeks. Because of the pandemic, because of the shutdown, I do have some openings. In particular, there are three weeks that I am able to do parish missions in Lent of 2022. I've got some stuff booked, booked already but the week of March the 6th the week of March the 27th and the week of April the 4th I do have openings for 3-day parish missions now here's what I'm going to do because of the pandemic because of the fact that churches have been shut down because of the fact that financially some churches are hurting I mean it's just it's just a, a fact of life I am offering a 3-day parish mission for those particular weeks, the week of March the sixth, the week of March the twenty-seventh, and the week of April the fourth. For no fee. I am not charging a fee, and you know that's typically not what I do, but I think that I gotta make sure that the message gets out this year. So if your parish, you might want to mention this to your, your pastor or your DRE, or your adult faith formation director, whoever it is that's responsible for booking parish missions, I will have, I'm offering a three-day parish mission, and, and this is a limited time offer. As soon as these slots are gone, I, I, I can't accommodate anything else. So for those particular weeks, for Lent of 2022, give up Worry for Lent parish mission for no fee. So if you're interested or if your parish is interested, please have them go to my website, followingthetruth.com, and contact me through the website. There's a contact form for speaking. Or email me at gary at followingthetruth.com. So let's make that happen. And those slots are going to be gone soon, especially since I'm offering it for no fee. Um, so let me know. All right, following the truth.com let me know about bringing me to speak to give up a to, to give a give up worry for lent parish mission at your parish. Okay. a uh, couple of things today's daily mass a few bible verses really hit me. The first reading and again it ties into the give up worry for good theme. The first reading from today's daily mass was from the second letter of St Paul to the Corinthians and the the very last line of this passage. I, I wanted to share this this last line of the passage, the very last verse. It would be 2 Corinthians 11, chapter, uh, verse 30. Here's what Paul said. If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. One of the reasons that we sometimes feel bad when we struggle with anxiety, when we struggle with worry, we don't want to admit it, is that we think we're weak. But you know what? In that weakness is when we can let the strength of God work in our lives. And we have to admit, you know, everybody's weak. We're all weak, especially compared to God. We all have a weakness. But those of us who deal with anxiety, we are aware of our weakness. But here's the beautiful thing thing when we are weak then what then God is strong and that's one of the things that Saint Paul was able to realize he was able to realize that when you and me admit that we are weak when it comes to worry when it comes to all these problems that are causing us to worry we need to admit that we're weak and do what and turn to the Lord and ask him to work through us ask him for help. Many people don't realize how weak they are. So somebody like me who is anxious, who has always been anxious, one of the great blessings of being anxious, of struggling with worrying, is that I realize that I can't do this. I can't do this thing called life by myself, which is exactly what God wants us to realize. So use that weakness. Admit it. Embrace it. Use it as an opportunity to turn to the Lord and let him work through you. And you will be amazed at what he can do. That's one thing. The other, the other verse that I want to highlight comes from the Responsorial Psalm, and this is so good. This is Psalm 34. And uh, what what this particular, this, this, this verse of Psalm 34 states, I sought the Lord and he answered me. And boy, that's a reminder for today's show, isn't it? I sought the Lord, and he answered me. That's what happens when you seek the Lord in prayer. He will answer you. And delivered me from all my fears. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. If you notice, that verse in Psalm 34 does not say, I sought the Lord, and he answered me by taking away all of my problems. There is no biblical basis for prayer being equated with God taking away your problems. Sometimes He does, but not always. More often than not, He doesn't. But what does He do? When you seek the Lord in prayer, He answers you. And primarily what He will do is take away your fear, grant you peace, give you the confidence in Him to know that He, has, he is handling this and that what is happening at the present time is the best answer to your prayer. Now, that doesn't mean if you get sick or if you have a financial problem or if you're struggling with loneliness or if you need a job, it doesn't mean you shouldn't pray and you should just accept it. No, if God places a desire for something on your heart, such as a healing, such as a new job, such as the money to pay your bills, I mean, these are these are very reasonable desires. Pray. Pray for that desire to come about. Lord, please let me get this job. Please let me get a job. I don't even know what to ask for. I'm just unemployed. I need something. Lord, I need to be able to pay my bills. I need to make more money. Please help me. Lord, please cure my cancer. Lord, please heal me of this loneliness. Please mend this rift in my family. You know, ask for what you need. But then, and this is where it gets challenging... Pray for the grace to accept his answer. Many times his answer is not no, and it's not yes. Many times his answer is not yet. That's a hard answer, isn't it? Because sometimes what we do when we get an answer like that, or when we feel that the Lord's not responding, I'm praying for a a miraculous healing, and I'm not getting it, we conclude that he's answering no. Well, sometimes he's answering not yet. Because He wants us to continue to ask. He wants us to grow in faith. So just pray for the grace to accept His answer, however it may come. So that's really good. And you know, if one of the things the Lord is very good at is taking away our fears. Sometimes it takes time. It's a gradual process. But I have seen many times in my life where He has just changed the way I look at things so that I still got the problem. I still have the storm in my life, but all of a sudden I'm more accepting of that storm. You know, just so so try, just keep at it. And um, in today's let's look at today's verse in "Give Up Worry for Good." Now we're on day five this of week one. This is page fifteen, and the verse comes from First Kings chapter eighteen, verse forty-four. At the seventh time he said, and I'll I'll do the background for this, don't worry. At the seventh time he said, Behold, a little cloud like a man's hand is rising out of the sea. And he said, Go up, say to Ahab, Prepare your chariot and go down, lest the rain stop you. So what we have here is the prophet Elijah praying for rain in the midst of a three and a half year drought. He prayed and what he did was he sent Elijah sent his servant he believed so strongly that God would answer this prayer that and and again we don't always know for sure if how God will answer a prayer we know he will answer but sometimes we don't know how but in this particular case Elijah knew that the Lord was about to to break the, to, uh, to end the drought and, and send rain on the land, which is a big deal. A drought uh, was a very, very difficult situation for the people in Elijah's time because they, they depended on, on the, the water from the rain to, to water their crops and to give them drinking water. So this was a big deal. He prayed for the drought to be over. And what happened was he, he, he had such confidence in the Lord and he knew that the Lord would answer his prayer so much so that he kept sending his servant to look for the rain as he was praying. So he did it six times. On the seventh time, he saw his servant said that a little cloud like a man's hand is rising out of the sea, a tiny, tiny little cloud. And at that point, Elijah knew that the Lord was answering his prayer in a big way. He was sending the rain clouds. So he told his servant, go up, say to King Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down lest the rain stop you. In other words, the dry spell is over, the rain's on the way, go take the appropriate action. But in reality, all that all that Elijah was seeing or his servant was seeing was was a very, very, very small cloud, the sign of the side. I'm sorry, the size of a man's hand. Not a big cloud at all. So it's a small cloud, but Elijah knew that the prayer was being answered with a big yes. So what the the point I make in the reflection for give up worry for good, and the point I'm going to make here is that in your life you are probably praying for something right now. And hopefully you're praying for for something. If, If not, you should be praying for something. But there could be an intention that you're praying for that does not appear to be being answered at the moment. You're praying, you're not seeing a change. Please let my spouse come back to church. Please let my son or my daughter reconcile with me. I haven't talked to them in a long time. Nothing appears to be happening. Please let this job get better. You know, please let me get a job. And Sending out the resumes, nothing's happening. It just looks very hopeless. What I would encourage you to do today is to take a page from Elijah's book, to follow his lead, and to look for the smallest, small sign imaginable that God is answering your prayers. And ask the Holy Spirit to help you. So look around. And the sign can be as simple as, well, the problem didn't get worse. Or the problem got really, really bad. It seems to have gotten totally worse than when I first started praying. And one of the ways, it's kind of a weird way, to our way of thinking, but one of the ways that God will sometimes answer a prayer is he shakes things up. So you will see, maybe not a positive change, maybe things look even crazier than they did before. And and you may wonder what the heck is going on, but sometimes God has to break a few eggs to make an omelet, you know, and that's, he operates that way sometimes. So I really feel it's important that you ask the Holy Spirit to help you and then, because you might miss the sign on your own because often he works in very subtle, almost imperceptible ways. So ask the Holy Spirit to help you. And then look at potential changes, potential very small ways that God might be answering your prayer. And see what happens. See what you can come up with. I have a feeling that if you do that, if you look hard enough and ask the Holy Spirit to help, you will come up with something. You may see that gradually this problem may, be, may, may start to be um, getting resolved. But it might start very slowly. You know, quite often, the Lord doesn't give you the big jaw-dropping miracle, but He gives you a smaller answer that indicates that He's busy. And you know, here's the other thing. Your answer may come in the form of a thought which turns into a feeling, not always the feeling, but a lot of times it starts with a thought. Let me explain that. I'm praying for something to come about. I'm trying to get a job, and and I'm sending out resumes, nothing's happening. And I say, all right, Lord, I I don't think you're listening to me, but I'm going to look for a sign. Holy Spirit, help me to, to see some sort of a sign, you know. It's okay to to ask for a sign. You don't want you don't want to test God too much, with the idea that y- you don't really trust Him. All right, Lord, I don't believe you. You got to show me something. But every now and then, it is okay, depending on your your the disposition of your heart, to ask Him, Lord, I, I need to know You're real. That, that's a really valid prayer, Lord. I, I want to know You're real. Let me feel Your love for me. I, I've done that. That works. The Holy Spirit likes to answer that prayer, but. Getting back to the example of looking for a job. Lord, I've sent out all these resumes. I I don't feel like anything's happening. I'm starting to lose hope, Lord. Please help me. Help me to believe that you are working. Give me a sign. And sometimes, and I've had this happen, the way the Lord answers that prayer, sometimes you'll just, you'll get a job offer or you'll get an interview. Sometimes I'll answer in a, a way that'll really be hard to miss. But other times, he'll just give you a thought. And that thought might be, I don't know why but I think this is going to work out. And then maybe a little while later that intellectual thought in your mind will make its way into your heart and you'll really begin to feel that this is going to work out. I don't know why. Externally my circumstances are still the same, but for some reason I really believe that this is going to work out. That sometimes is the way the Lord answers that prayer, not You know, Obviously, you're praying for a job. That's not the final answer to the prayer, but that's today's answer to the prayer. One of the problems that we have sometimes is when we decide we want something and we pray about it, we want it immediately. But the Lord, in His infinite wisdom, He knows that sometimes it's better to delay that answer so that we can grow in faith. So I'm going to challenge you today, whatever it is that's weighing on your heart, that, that thing that's not being answered... Ask the Holy Spirit to help you and try to identify some way. You might have to, you know, go to a quiet place, think about it for a little, and ask the Lord, Lord, can you give me a sign that you're doing something? And I have a feeling you will come up with something, but you have to be patient, okay? Give that a try and see, see what happens. Or sees what happens. Um, we are out of time. Hey, it was great hanging out with you this week for week one of Give Up Worry for Good. We still got seven weeks to go, but you're doing well. Remember that uh, I, God willing, I tend to I intend to be back here on Monday. I hope you'll be able to join me. Keep following the emails over the weekend. If you need anything, Gary at followingthetruth.com is my email address. I'd love to hear from you, okay? God bless you. Have a fantastic weekend. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, and I look forward to being back with you next week. Thanks for hanging out with me. God bless you.